Welcome to the Mining My Own Mind podcast, where we stop focusing on other people's mindsets and start minding our own. Mining Your Own Mind promotes conversations and dialogues about mental health, mindset topics, optimistic outlooks, and mindfulness so that you can relate, learn, and grow into the ultimate master of your reality. This is Michelle, and let's get it started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Mining My Own Mind. It's me, Michelle. You already know this. And today we're going to be talking about boundaries. It's been a hot word over the past few years as people are becoming more and more aware of what they are. And today we're going to be talking about boundaries with people who you don't really get to choose to be around. So. I was going to do a combination episode with boundaries between you and your family and boundaries with your coworkers, but today we're just going to be talking about boundaries with your coworkers. First, we're going to start with defining what are boundaries. So boundaries are the physical, emotional, mental limits we use to protect ourselves, to give ourselves comfort, to basically regulate our own lives. It's actually quite hard to define, like in a short sentence, what boundaries are. But the best thing I saw was when you're setting boundaries, you're preserving your integrity and you're taking responsibility for who you are and you're taking control of your life and you're taking control of your reality because your way, the way you're going to be experiencing life is going to be dependent upon these boundaries as well. If you have good boundaries, it makes life a lot easier. And if you have bad boundaries, Well, clearly it's a bit more difficult because you're a lot less in control of what is going on and how the world is interacting with you and how you are interacting with the world. So there's tons of different types of boundaries. You have emotional boundaries where you're really protecting yourself or allowing yourself to be vulnerable in different situations. Physical boundaries, that's a bit more self-explanatory where it's going to be like, I'd rather give you a handshake or not touch you at all versus I'll give you a hug dependent upon your level of comfort and their level of comfort. Sexual boundaries, workplace boundaries, which is what we're going to be talking about today, material boundaries and time boundaries. So how much time are you giving to someone, protecting your time, misuse of time, things like that. So why is it important to set boundaries? Well, without boundaries, No one knows fully where you stand and you don't know where they stand either. You're really just guessing. But by setting boundaries, it makes it very clear as to how you want to be treated, how that person wants to be treated. Not everyone has a high EQ. So EQ is going to be emotional intelligence. Not everyone has that to the level that they can perceive everything going on. But even if they did, you still should be communicating. Everything is going to come back to communication. When you're communicating clearly how you would like to be treated, how what is okay for you, what isn't okay for you, because it's going to let other people know how to treat you and you're going to have a better experience in life because you're going to be much more clear on what you want to experience and people are going to know how to treat you. It's also very important to know that You should have others respect your boundaries, but you also need to be respecting everyone else's boundaries. I do plan to do an episode 
on just boundaries in general, but today I had written up the episode for it to be about workplace boundaries. So yes, we will do a much more detailed discussion about boundaries in general because that is important, but I've had quite a few people talk to me about workplace issues and I find that setting workplace boundaries is important as well as setting boundaries with your family. So setting boundaries is something that you're going to be continuously working on. And usually most people, when you talk about boundaries, you're going to be talking about with friendships, with relationships, things like that. But those are usually situations where we're choosing to be a part of them. So we're choosing to continue relationships with our friends. We're choosing the romantic relationships. And so you're really wanting to progress in the relationship, the way you're establishing what you want and don't want. But we also need to put energy into setting the boundaries with people we don't necessarily choose to be around. It doesn't mean we don't want to be around them, but we have no choice in theory, right? So it's people that we are more so forced to be around. Today, I plan to give you some practical tips and ways to think about setting boundaries with your coworkers so that you can have a better working situation, you can have a better experience at work, and you can respect yourself and control your reality. One of the main things in the beginning is you need to establish the boundaries as soon as possible. And before even thinking about that, just in general, you need to set the tone of how you want to be treated and set your tone of how you're talking to people. Because if you are coming across a certain way when you're speaking to people, that is going to be reflected back to you usually. So really watch how you're expressing your boundaries to people. Sometimes it is going to have to be instant and you might not be able to reassess how you're speaking in the moment because I do find it important sometimes to say exactly what the boundary is as it's being broken. But you need to watch your tone as much as possible when you're expressing it, because that's also going to be reflected back to you. So if you hate when someone talks to you with a certain attitude, you can't speak to them with that same attitude. Do you get what I mean? You're crossing their boundary while telling them that they're crossing your boundary. We're treating others the way we want to be treated, not necessarily always the way they're treating us. You have to have some kind of discernment there. But one of the best ways to prevent all of these things is to make sure that you're establishing your boundaries as soon as possible. You want to show people how you want to be treated as soon as possible. So when I'm talking about setting the tone, it's not only with your tone of voice, but when you're coming in from day one, go ahead and set the tone of how you expect to be approached. And as soon as something is no longer of that nature, you need to correct it in the moment so that it is very clearly established. This is one of the best and easiest ways to have your boundaries respected is to just like show them upfront exactly what your boundaries are. This doesn't mean you have to be strict. This doesn't mean you have to be rude. This doesn't mean you have to be angry. It doesn't mean you can't laugh and joke. It just means that as soon as something is no longer the way you would like it to proceed, you should really clearly establish it. This is really difficult in when you're first starting a job or you're first entering into a situation because you feel like you need to people please a bit more. I feel like people go into a job situation, they're like, oh, I don't want to be not liked or, oh, I don't want 
them to think I'm lazy or whatever. So they set basically no boundaries in the beginning. They do whatever the person wants or the coworker, and then they find it hard to backtrack later on. It doesn't mean you can't be cordial. You can be nice. You can do the things you're supposed to do, but you're just assessing the situation and also trying to not be taken advantage of in the beginning. You don't have to be a pushover. Ask questions. That's what I would suggest. It's just really asking questions anytime you think like, are you taking advantage of me? For example, if you're in a training and someone's telling you something and you feel like, "Mm, I don't know if that is actually part of my duty. Maybe you feel like they're trying to take advantage of you in some way. Just question everything in the beginning. You don't have to argue with them. Really question it because sometimes when you're questioning them, they know that you're noticing that they're trying to take advantage of something. If you feel like something's not part of your duties, ask about it. Just ask. You can ask questions in the beginning. You should be asking questions. You're in training. You don't have to act like you know everything. Question, 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 question. If something was said to you inappropriately, you should call it out like immediately. Like that's not being rude. That's setting your boundary. I know a lot of women have this issue, especially in the workplace when you're in a male dominated workplace and someone says something to you and you feel like it is completely inappropriate. Then you're not sure if, oh, I don't want to be that girl who cried wolf or I don't want to be that girl who's like this. And it's like, okay, well, what if it was your sister? What what if it was your daughter? What if it was your mother? How would you tell them to approach the situation? Would you really tell them like, yeah, well, suck it up in order to change the way you're going to be treated? You have to establish that very early on. With regards to that, I know that when I was in a male-dominated workplace, I tried to make it very clear. And looking back, maybe even I was a bit much, but in the end, I never had issues. And In the beginning, I made sure it never came off as flirting when I was talking to anyone. Like I made sure it was always coming out very straight, very, I can laugh and joke, but I'd never wanted anyone to think that there was something else there when there wasn't. And I didn't want anyone to think that it would be okay with me if something like that was to happen. So I started out a little bit more rigid in the beginning with how I was interacting with the men around me. And then I could relax a little bit more later on because I felt like they had, I had already established my level of respect that I was expecting. And then I was able to be a lot more relaxed. And I know this is really hard for women in the workplace, um, but you have to do it. You have to set your boundary. When someone does something inappropriate, stop thinking that you have to accept it. And if your boss doesn't listen, go tell their boss. And if they don't listen, go tell HR. You have to tell someone. And when you're doing it, make sure it's very clear. This is not an episode on going to call out men in the workplace, because it could also be a woman doing the same thing. Make sure you say the boundary directly to the person and say how they have violated it and that you would appreciate if that never happens again. If it continues to happen, you have to report it somehow because you don't deserve to continue there receiving mistreatment or disrespect. You should be able to comfortably work day to day. You should be able to comfortably not accept their stuff. And when you're accepting it, you're also giving it, you're kind of passing it along to along to the next group. I know it can also be dangerous, and this is not a full episode on 
how to deal with harassment in the workplace. But what I am trying to tell you is that you can help your situation by establishing the boundary early. But also, if you haven't established it yet, you can still establish it later on. Just be very clear when you were telling the person, if it's safe to tell them directly, and make sure that you're very clear when you're saying it so that you can know that they understood it and then also tell whoever you need to tell beyond that. You don't have to accept it just because you didn't start it from the beginning, but you can start now. Back to the main topic. Another thing is when they are giving you tasks and during your training and you're not sure, um, an example of one of the questions that I was talking about that I would ask would be like, oh, is this something that's normally part of my duties? Or, oh, I'm not used to being addressed in this way. Is this common to someone who says something that's really inappropriate? Just call it out as soon as it happens. If they called you something or they said some kind of name, just straight up say, oh, is this common to talk to people like this? Maybe they say yes. Maybe they say no. They probably feel uncomfortable. It's not your job to make them feel comfortable about breaking your boundary. You're not trying to make them feel uncomfortable, but they've already done that. So they've already made you feel uncomfortable. You're trying to express to them why you feel uncomfortable. You're trying to draw the line so that you don't have to experience the discomfort again. And they won't either because hopefully they listen to you and then you won't have to call them out again. For example, oh, I'm not used to being addressed in that way. Is this common? I prefer to be addressed in blah, blah, blah manner, or actually I don't like being referred to in that way. It might feel uncomfortable in the beginning. Like the first few times you're setting boundaries, you're going to be nervous. You're going to feel like they're not going to like you. You're going to feel like, oh man, this is not right. They're going to think I'm angry, but you will feel so much better and freer when you're not continuously receiving the breaking of the boundaries. Is it possible that someone might forget some of your boundaries? Yes. So you do have to remind them a few times, but I think you should be able to discern. And this is something very important because I've seen it happen where people will assume everyone remembered everything they told them. You have to discern when you think they are actively trying to break your boundary versus when they may have forgotten. For example, if you are someone who's like, After I put my headphones on, don't talk to me because I'm in my zone doing deep work. Unless you really, really need to talk to me, then like email me, but don't walk up and tap me on the shoulder. Maybe the first few times someone's going to forget, but if they continuously do it, then you have to have a more expressive talk with them about why they shouldn't be doing that and why that is a serious issue. Them breaking the boundary again, them forgetting it again, you set it again. You you set the boundary again. So they hear it. Once they are like blatantly disrespecting you, then you'll have to decide in your circumstances how to proceed. I'm all about clear communication. Where I'm from, it's really hard for me to just ignore people, like not speak at all. But I will minimize actual interactions once someone has made it clear that they have no intentions of respecting my boundaries. And they give no crap about my feelings and my level of discomfort by them doing those things. So that is to say, make sure you are setting those boundaries in the beginning. Set the tone early with a good tone. 
be respected. You want respect. We all want respect. Be respected. You don't have to be rid, like angry when setting the boundaries. You just need to make sure that they are set. Here's another one. So that's setting the boundaries in the beginning when you're first starting the workplace or first starting to interact with someone new. This next part is on energy management. This is huge. And for me, this came with a lot of like the mindful work and different things I've done, but this is something everyone can benefit from. And you need to just take a breath before reacting to certain things and be less reactive. So you can have someone who you don't like at work. You can have something that's happening. You need to take a breath before reacting so that you can understand what is actually happening instead of just being in a ball of blinding anger or annoyance. This is going to come when someone is consistently bothering you. Someone's consistently annoying you. Sometimes you literally just don't like one of your coworkers. Take a breath before reacting to them. Watch your tone. They need to watch their tone too, because that is also your boundary. So you can say that, but make sure you're saying it in the tone you would like to be addressed in. You can't have an attitude with the person who just had an attitude with you. You have to set the tone with your tone. So you would say, I would, I, I find I'm, I used to be way too sarcastic and be like, I find it hard to hear you when you're talking with that tone. But now I would say something like, I need you to speak in a more respectful tone when speaking with me because I am not going to accept communicating with you when you were speaking to me in that tone. See, that's so much nicer than my previous attitude answer. I realized that energy regulation is going to be a huge thing. So let me try to explain what I would do. So say someone's bothering me in a situation or they're doing the thing that always annoys me. And what I'll do after I've taken my breath and like taken my don't react right away moment, then I try to think about how I plan to react. And is it going to cause me more trouble to react in that negative way? Is it worth my energy to even entertain that? Like responding to that person? I realized that energy regulation like really changed my life and how I live day to day. I see where I'm going to put my energy and where I will put minimal energy or no energy. I may be like a limitless being, but I'm, I'm not limitless on all my energy. I'm not trying to give my energy to everybody, right? Your coworker just sent you an email that just like raises your blood pressure. Then I stop. I take a deep breath. And then I ask myself, is it worth it? So what are my options here? I could write back, pissed off feeling great after I wrote that angry email and, ooh, I'm going to get her kind of great. It's not actual great, but it's like, mm, I got her back. Then I can gossip with my other coworker and be like, oh, I can't stand her. Oh my God. What's happening is I'm raising the level of energy that's being exerted towards this situation from that, from that email. And now my focus is there and it feels good to gossip and really talk crap about that girl because I can't stand that girl. And now I get to continue giving more of my brain power and my time to that stupid email and that insignificant person. That is one option. Or I can take a deep breath, deal with what the issue is, and reply only to what is necessary. So sometimes they write all this extra stuff that you're like, no, 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 no. 
I will reply only to what is necessary and then continue my day. Not giving that situation one extra ounce of energy that is not necessary. Just enough energy to finish that email, send it, and keep it moving. Yes, there are definitely days where I'm like, oh my God, I can't deal with this person. But if you're continuously putting your energy into that, it really does. Just make it worse. See where you can focus your energy and try to do as much as you can in your control to only give minimal amounts of energy. I'm not saying to allow yourself to be disrespected either. Because some people, especially we all know in the world of emails, they like to write very condescending ways and uh, under, what is the word? Not so, in less, less obvious terms, but you can see that they're being rude to you, being disrespectful or whatever. I'm not saying you have to accept that. I'm saying don't continuously feed into the energy of it. So say what you need to say. If you need to address something and say, hey, It's not cool if you talk to me like that, or I would appreciate it if you didn't speak like this to me. Just because it sounds like proper doesn't mean it's okay for people to talk to you in a certain way. And to be honest, they'll eventually get tired of asking you for things that you're just like, that's not a part of my situation and I'm no longer going to address it. If they're continuously adding unnecessary things to emails or whatever, you can eventually ignore it or call it out. Please do not ask me to do things that are not part of my position. Please do not contact me outside of work hours if you're one of the people who has to deal with phone calls. That's a violation of your time. You should not expect a reply from me on weekends. Please don't call me on the weekends. Make sure that you are regulating your own energy when setting these boundaries and dealing with coworkers because I found that that has been a big game changer because I would have days where I would get so angry. And then I just realized like only give the amount of energy that is needed to the situation. This is like a life lesson here though, because you will realize how much time and energy you just wasted on that small thing that clearly is not something you want to be a part of. They, they just took your mental time and were hijacked it. Like they took it. Now this is on the more like general level of like emails and having to deal with people. I do know that there are situations where you really have to go talk to your boss or go talk to someone more clearly about it. And I just encourage you to do that because it is worth it in the end. You clearly know if it's worth it in the end for you or not, but think about the fact that you're going to be there. What makes your situation better? And no, you can't always choose that the other person's going to get fired. You might not even be able to move offices, but how are you going to What is like when you're not angry, what is the best way you see that situation working besides saying, yeah, them leaving is the best way to make the situation work. What is the best way y'all can work together? And then you can even ask them to brainstorm some ideas. Some people are really just in their own little world. And what you're trying to do is just like make sure they know how to function from your perception in your world. Like they can do whatever they want in their world long as when y'all are crossing worlds, you know how to interact with each other. Takes a lot of patience, takes a lot of patience. Go meditate. Another thing is complaining with your coworkers. Complaining, complaining can drain you. Let's talk about energy management. I mean, complaining will drain you. And complaining with other coworkers really escalates the amount of energy, once again, that is being exerted 
on something you all don't like. There is a difference between complaining and venting. So I'm just going to explain this because venting can be very useful, but complaining and venting are not the same thing. So an easy sign when you're complaining is that you're looking for someone to agree with you and you believe you are 100% right already. You were like, I know this. And you were just needing someone to be like, yeah, you're right. You're right. When you're venting, you're sharing your feelings. You really just need to get the feelings out. Oh, it really frustrates me when so-and-so does this. You can even admit that if something maybe could have been wrong, you're really just kind of like sorting out your feelings out loud and you kind of need someone to hear it. This is very different than believing you're 100% right, like what you would be with complaining. If you're always doing it, you're probably complaining because venting you don't always need to do. You don't need to do it every day. You're usually sharing your feelings and trying to find the solution. So if you're finding a solution, you got you got the weight off of you, then you're good. But if you're doing it all the time and you think you're venting all the time, you're not venting. You're probably complaining. Complaining and getting yes people on your side, like you're really trying to convince people, can also make your problems worse. You may hate your situation, but you're like really feeding fuel to the fire, that energy. I promise you, if you stop complaining for a bit about your coworker, it will get better. Like you will feel better. Maybe the situation will be about the same, but you'll feel better because your energy won't be all there. You'll have your energy on other things that make you happier. If you like other coworkers, go hang out with the other coworkers instead. Do what it takes to keep your energy focused on things that are making you happy. Not saying ignore everything, don't allow yourself to be disrespected, but know the difference between complaining and venting. Maybe it's better to vent to non coworkers. Maybe it's better to vent about what's going on to your friends because they won't be as tied to it, although they won't understand it necessarily as well. Get clear on what your boundaries are. How do you expect others to respect your boundaries? And you don't even know what your boundaries are. You really have to get clear with your boundaries, okay? So that's the first thing you're going to do. You're going to set the tone with your tone. If you're first starting out a job, it's the easiest time to set the tone because it's in the beginning. You don't need to be rude or a people pleaser. You want to come in and show that you're a hard worker, but that doesn't mean you have to allow people to take advantage of you or treat you in a way that you don't want to be treated. Physical boundaries, set that early, say it, say it quick. I know as a woman, some of these things are really, really hard, but practice, 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 practice. You get to practice boundaries so that when the situations get harder, you can execute on establishing them better and better. You can establish them with a certain tone. You can establish them by not allowing certain situations. I'm not saying it's okay, but it's hard to pull back when you've been allowing your boundaries to be trampled over and over again by but the other person has never even known that you set them because you didn't set them. <laughs> That's the point. If the other person is either disrespecting them or doesn't know that they exist. So you need to set them so that you know how they are treating you. It might be tough. It's going to take time. It takes practice, but it gets better. I promise in the beginning, it is kind of tough and you don't have to be rude to do it. Don't feel bad that they feel uncomfortable because you also will feel uncomfortable. if You never set them. But if you set them, now both sides can feel better moving forward. Set boundaries with time with your coworkers. That's also another one that a lot of people forget about. Time. When can they contact you? When can they not contact you? 
when you have your headphones on? How much time do you need to block for certain things? Are people disrespecting your time with meetings? I mean, I can't really tell you <laughs> that you could tell your boss to not have meetings, but make sure that people in within your control know what boundaries, how much time you're going to be using, what's a misuse of your time. Are people blocking out times that you don't want to give? Learning, this is all learning to speak up for yourself so that the world knows how to treat you and you know how to treat the world. Learn to say no to things. And this is the last one I'm going to leave you with for today. Learn to say no. You have to learn to say no. Boundaries 101 is learning to say no. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you need to go practice saying no. Go look in the mirror and say no. Just start saying no to things. Like saying yes to life is great, but you need to learn to say no to some people. Okay. You don't have to do everything someone is asking you. You don't have to accept things. You can just say no when you want to say no. And you don't always have to explain yourself. Sometimes it may make you feel better to explain yourself. Don't feel the need to explain yourself. During the time of saying no, I bet if you are not used to saying no in the beginning, you're going to want to explain over and over again. I guess in the beginning that's fine, but eventually realize like you don't owe them an explanation every time. If it makes the situation more understandable or if it's for future references, you have to know what your situation is. But you don't always have to explain yourself. Remember, no one also has to explain themselves to you. If you have further inquiries from that person, then ask. But they don't always have to answer in the same way you don't always have to answer. Learning some discernment there. Hopefully, you learned a few tips, a few ideas to be able to implement. The workplace is a tough one, but I promise setting the tone early is going to be much easier than setting it later. Remember that when you are setting it later, because it is going to be a bit more difficult, if someone brings up the fact that you're just now setting them, yeah, then clearly call that out. Just be like, yeah, I know that in the past that I have thought that this was okay. In the past, this was okay for me, but it's no longer okay for me. So I wish that you would respect that from now on. And then maybe you explain it. Maybe you don't. You choose, of course. You will just be able to see where it's needed to be explained and where it's not. But it's all up to you in the end. Hope you have a wonderful week. I will also do an episode on personal boundaries just with friends and relationships because I know that boundaries is such a big topic and it is something you're going to work on forever. And I'm also going to do one on family because it's family. You might love your family, but that's another group of people that you choose or choose not to be around in different ways. If you would love to support me, please give me a five-star rating. Now Spotify has ratings. If you look under the main page for the channel, you're able to rate the show there. Also, if you would love to give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, that would be so greatly appreciated. I have a lot of great content coming for you this summer, and I'm super excited. Have a wonderful week. I love you and I will talk to you soon. Bye.